Hello, and welcome to the 100 Day Writing Challenge, Day 2. First of all, I'd just like to congratulate you for coming back. That might seem like an easy win, but approximately half the people who listened to yesterday's episode will, for whatever reason, give up. They won't keep going. And and that's fine. I just want to point out that by sticking with this, by returning for day two, based on the data for the previous course, you know, you've already come by far the hardest hurdle that most people who try it face, which is inertia. That ability to keep going when you've not yet established a habit. So well done. Yesterday I asked you to do a list exercise. I think lists are one of my favourite creative writing exercises. That's partly because in our head there's this clear line between writing a list and attempting to tell a story. They don't exist in the same domain and we never feel like we're writing a story when we write a list. We don't buy books of lists. We don't award literary prizes to lists. There's no sense in which writing a list is art. And that is very useful. It's like we get to drop a fire curtain between our practice and our perfectionism. Our awareness of the gap between what's coming out and what one of those magical, legitimate novels we see in shops reads like. You can't really ace a list of made-up names. No one, like, does it and gets, like, lifted up on the people's shoulders and carried through the streets in an explosion of ticker tape parades and brass bands. You can't really flunk it either, except by not doing it at all, right? And, and, and then if you do not do it at all, all you've done is delayed it. Okay, I'll do it now then. But I'm not giving you these exercises purely as an abstract form of exposure therapy because the creative list, as well as having all those kind of like useful psychological traits, is is a tremendously valuable machine for idea generation. Like maybe looking at the list of names you wrote yesterday, one or two names started to suggest a character, a personality, an appearance, a genre. Maybe two names look weirdly like they belong together, like they might be friends or enemies or related or lovers. That there, that ability to look at the list and start drawing connections, is the essence of a writer's mind. You've got divergent thinking, generating that big list of names, just spewing them out. Or maybe at some point they get weird, or maybe a few feel embarrassing or wrong. They break the rules of acceptable names in some way. And then your mind goes, how can I make this name fit? In what world would this name work? How could these names fit together? Now that second part is convergent thinking. You've exploded out with possibilities and now you're cherry picking, you're finding patterns, you're almost without trying working these elements together into a meaningful whole. And these are skills that don't just apply to writing, right? This process of possibility generation and analysis involves a pair of fundamental evolutionary skills. It's one of the reasons human beings have been so successful as a species. And I say that just to, right from the start, junk this idea that only some people are born storytellers. Asking what if and spotting patterns is central to human cognition. Storytelling is hardwired into our brains. So today, I'm going to ask you to produce a second list. All, all this first sort of few days, in fact, is going to be about lists and I'll talk a bit more about the why of lists and how you might use them throughout your writing practice, how they're really foundational for continuing and working on big novels or small projects or whatever, how they're, you know, they're so, they're just such a useful in. Um, But for now, I just want to press on with today's exercise. So yesterday I asked you to list some fictional names. Today is slightly more personal, but hopefully fun. I'd like you to list 
as many things as you can that you love. Things you love. Things you feel passionate about. Things that make you happy. Um, I'm not asking for a conventional gratitude list of the sort you might write in your, your journal. Just a real specific list of things you really, really dig. And it can be in any domain from the super profound to the ultra mundane. In fact, it would be good if you have a range of big and small things, uh, concrete and abstract things. Like me personally, I love Weetabix protein mixed with chocolate protein powder because I'm a big beefy man. I, I love board games, especially ones where we're all sat around quietly stroking our chins and staring at the board, puzzling over our next moves. I love the little coloured acrylic gems you get with board games. I love the little wooden chicken pieces I got with one of my games. I love dancing with earphones on to music no one else can hear. I love running. I love the feeling when I've been in freezing water for a minute and my body starts to acclimatise. I love it when someone drums with drumsticks on a table who's good at drumming. I love it when my daughter, Suki, who's three, cuddles into me while we're watching TV. I love toast, just slightly underdone, so it's soft inside. I love the smell of gunpowder in a box of fireworks. I love the cushion you get in churches for kneeling on. I love I love receiving parcels at the door. I love birthday cakes with buttercream or chocolate icing. Not fondant icing, but the really tasty icing that you can't really make into great shapes, but it tastes lovely. I love I love rolling handfuls of dice. I love teaching creative writing. I love thinking up stories. I love nerdy t-shirts. I love cool sword fights. I love it when a baddie in a story gets redeemed somehow. I love compassion and kindness. I love puns. I love really cool ideas for a superpower or for magic. And I could go on and on, right? But I'm sure you get the point. That's what I'm asking for from you. What you love, big or small. What rocks your world, big or small, be it animal, vegetable, mineral, intangible. Try to get a range in, you know, as many domains as you can. Try to be specific where you can engage your five senses. Think of smells, tastes and sensations you love. People you love could be specific people, could be types of people. Experiences you love, places you love, places you once loved that you can't go back to. You know, go to town. That's it. That's the exercise today. Again, I appreciate not everything I ask you to do is going to look like a conventional fiction workshop exercise. Um, there are reasons for that and there are directions I'm going with it. I hope that's OK. So you're going to have 10 minutes from when I say go until you hear the gong. I recommend not worrying about quality or spelling, not going back to edit, not trying to make this perfectly representative of you. You know, that's fine. You know, just just brain spew and, and we're going to just get some stuff out on the page. OK. 10 minutes of things you love. Are you ready? Go.
and that's your time. How was that for you? What sort of things did you come up with? Did they change over the 10 minutes? Did you start with more general things and get more specific? Did you dot about randomly or did you work systematically through categories of experience? You know, did you do taste-based things, things related to animals, family things, or, or, or whatever did each experience or thing suggest something adjacent to it that you moved through and how did you feel as you wrote these things down did you find you edited yourself was there anything you almost wrote down then stopped yourself was there a little bit of did you i mean did you judge any of the things you wrote down decide any some weren't good enough or not phrased well enough too similar to something you'd written before not original enough too too cheesy schmaltzy saccharine did you get blocked even because something's sort of seemed like might be a bit self-indulgent or you might be being trite or a little bit too greetings card or you worried you didn't really love that thing enough for it to count. You know, I just quite like it. There's really no right or wrong answers, by the way, to your experience of writing this. Uh, all I'm asking is that you reflect on your experience because when we start paying attention to our writing experience, rather than just having it something that just prods us around and we just react to it to try and control our feelings of discomfort, when we turn and start facing it, that is where growth happens. It's quite all right, even if you find yourself thinking, this is a dreadful exercise. Tim Clare is a crank. That's fine. I'm very comfortable with criticism, just as long as, as you notice what your feelings are and, 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 and the thoughts that accompany them. Right, so that's the second day done. Two days finished already. The time is flying by. Well done for turning up once again, and I'll see you tomorrow. The 100-Day Writing Challenge is made possible with the kind support of Arts Council England.